You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 422 of Podcateers. This week we celebrated Disneyland's 67th birthday, we recap our last FGP happy hour call, and after all our recent talk about the Disney Halloween Village, I decided to go out and get one and I tell you what went down when I got to the store. Mel tells us about a haunted tour she recently went on, and we give our thoughts on the ending of Miss Marvel. As always, we'd love to hear how you feel about the things that we talk about in this episode, and you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers if you're not yet following us, but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head over to podcateers.com slash 422, click on the Discord logo, or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So it's time to get this thing started, and if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, for all of you that have been hanging with us for a while, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 422 of Podcateers. You know, the effort was there. <laughs> I think it was. I think yeah. it was more than just the effort. I, you look, we nailed it for how late it is right now. We nailed it. Yeah, All right, you know I'll what? take it. I'll take it. Everybody's a little punch drunk. It's okay. It's a little late. Yeah. It's a little, you know what, after hours. But It is after hours. It is after this hours. This isn't an after show, but it is after hours for us. It's yeah. a, little, a little late night record. I'm a little... so close to turning into a pumpkin right now, it's not even funny. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just talk extra fast. <laughs> okay, so the end. Bye. <laughs> you know what? We could try it one time. April Fools. We're all you know what? Real fast. It would be funny because I know that there are uh, some of our listeners actually go through so many podcasts on a weekly basis. They they do what I do sometimes, and they actually listen at like one and a half speed. So mm-hmm. if I want to get through a whole bunch of them. I always listen at one and a half, and so it already sounds sped up. Yeah. So if we released an entire episode where it was sped up, <laughs> and then they listened at one yeah. and a half oh. speed. <laughs> <laughs> Chip funny. and Dale presented by Pocketeers. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what we need. Okay. State Farm. <laughs> a- next, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> next year, April Fools. It's the it's the ch- the Chipmunks episode or something. That's what we got to do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mental note. Let's put a pin in that one. <laughs> well, you talk about listening at at you know two times speed or whatever when. When you guys had asked me about joining the podcast originally, I went back and listened to a bunch because I had listened to some before, but I wasn't a regular listener. And I was like, okay, I got to get caught up. What were they doing? I listened to probably like 50 episodes or something, but at like two times speed. 
or 2.5. I was like, I'm just wow. running through these. And then I'd put it on and it, you know, one episode and it wasn't on, you know, it was on one time speed. It sounded like everybody was talking so slow. I'm like, ah, like I couldn't do it. I was like, <laughs> Melissa, what? Uh, like, it was just like, uh, I don't know. It's so slow. And it's just, if you want to do a weird experiment, do that. Listen to 50 episodes at two times speed and then listen to one at regular speed. It's going to mess with your brain. I'm surprised you didn't jump on the Zoom call and be like, you don't sound like chipmunks at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because Spotify, like, they, they, they speed it up, but they it stays like the tone stays the same. Um, oh, so does not, it? Yeah. I've so never it actually like... listened at one and a half through Spotify. I have a different podcast um, app, but the one that I listen to does change the pitch a little bit. So it doesn't. Yeah, Spotify it doesn't. It doesn't pitch. Yeah, Spotify doesn't change the pitch, which is nice. Like it, it's. That's you know, if okay, you listen to like one point two speed or whatever, it sounds pretty natural, just a little bit quicker. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to start listening through through Spotify now because that it does mess with your head. I think I don't remember what the statistic was, but it like I've read different things that talk about the habits that you create or habits that you want to make like into regular things for yourself. I don't remember if it was seven consistent days or seven consistent anythings or mm-hmm. if it was 21 consistent anythings that if you could keep up whichever number it happens to be that it goes from this thing you're doing and just becomes habit it goes from habit to muscle memory or something uh-huh. at that point so after listening to 50 episodes your brain had adjusted to that like, this like is what hazen built, sounds yeah. like <laughs> that's horrible i mean you know it is what it is but well, this is for all you half sp- you two times speed listeners over there so <laughs> that's slow that slow part i did <laughs> this is what i sound like normally at normal speed we know when they have it sped up then it sounds normal <laughs> i'm gonna have to listen to spotify now i'm curious to see how different it is from the app that i'm using but i've been using the app that i have because i've had an android device for a really long time Spotify and some of the other like podcasting like apps now didn't exist. Like I had to use like an old RSS feed and everything when I mm-hmm. first started to get all my podcasts. And I just like the app. Like at the time I purchased it, it was like a $5 app, which I think now it's free, but uh, you know, I'm just used to it. And that's kind of where all my subscriptions ended up. And I've just used it for so long that uh, I, I guess I can switch. I use Spotify for so much now that I guess it makes sense for me to move my podcasting habits over to Spotify. That way they can develop new marketing techniques for me. Algorithm. <laughs> well, I started listening to podcasts. I was listening on a Zoom. Oh, jeez. I had I was a Zoom guy if it, anybody remembers a Zoom. I was very anti Apple. I'm still I don't have any I don't have an iPad, I don't have an iPhone, I'm Android, but I was all in on the Zune, and I had a Zune HD, and I was so cool about it, and podcasts through Zune, and even when my Zune stopped working, I still listened to podcasts through Zune, and I don't know how many more times I can say Zune on this podcast, but... <laughs> He's going uh, for the record. Going for right? the record. He's I, going the distance. <laughs> picking up speed. Hey, I know. I think this is the most anybody's talked about a Zune in, like, 
11 years. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I was on the same boat that you're in for a really long time. I was anti-Apple because it felt really restrictive. You yes. Know, but I like to customize things, right? Like yes. I like to make them my own, and Android has always allowed you to do that. And mm -hmm. although Apple devices have come a long way and they're starting to allow you to do that, like Android's been doing it for, you know, 15 it, years now. Yeah. So um, for a long time, I was just anti-Apple, and I flipped a lot of that, you know, because I've I've done a lot of filming on iPhones for projects. I've done a lot of editing on iPads for projects. And, you know, if there's one thing that Apple has really done amazingly, amazingly well is the editing process between their devices is so freaking tightly knit mm -hmm. that... I like a lot of the, the the videos that I was editing, and this was when I was doing. I I, I think I had to do like twenty videos uh, within like three days or something. And at the time, like we would film on our phones, and I mean the Samsung devices take amazing video, right? It it looks really good, super comparable to like the iPhone eleven, the twelve, thirteen, whatever you want to call it. No, no matter what the generation is, Samsung has also had really great video. Um, but two things were going wrong whenever I was recording on my phone. And that's that the one thing Samsung has never gotten really well is image stabilization. Mm -hmm. When they do their image stabilization, it does these like weird warpy things in the corner and it just looks insane. Like it, it I, I don't like it. It looks really weird because it tries to crop and it tries to digitally enhance and it tries to stabilize and it doesn't do it very well. And I don't have stable hands. I always had to use a gimbal because I just like caffeine too much. <laughs> and the other thing, trying to move it to Premiere or to Resolve or to even another Apple device to edit that video was a nightmare. And then rendering like a five minute video in Premiere was at least an hour of rendering. But then I, I shot some stuff with an iPhone 12 at the time. No, an iPhone 11, like a Pro Max or something. And I had to do the editing on an iPad because it's all we had available at the time. Dude, it is so streamlined. I, like, I have made that a part of my process now. Like, I ended up getting an iPhone to shoot with because it was so streamlined. Like, the tools that you can edit on the iPhone, uh, if you have an iPad, the, the apps are also available. But editing on an iPhone, shooting on an iPhone, rendering on an iPhone with LumaFusion, that same five-minute video takes five minutes to render in LumaFusion. <laughs> and so, like, for me, uh, the older that I've gotten, the more I value the time that I spend on stuff now. And so... If, yeah, I can I can fanboy over Android all I want and I can continue to customize it. It can be my daily driver all I want it to be. But I also want things to work and work well. And when it comes to the editing of video, that is one thing that right now Apple does way better than Android. So anyway, that was a really long-winded way of saying <laughs> I like Apple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you're still here everyone <laughs> <laughs> anyway what is this a yeah. disney podcast i don't remember <laughs> well remember when i used to vlog on my phone when i was at disneyland so that's a thing that used to happen there tied it all back together yeah. <laughs> uh anyway let's move on let's move on instead of this video editing talk but 
this last weekend we had our FGP happy hour call. <clears throat> yeah. I do want to thank Brian for hanging out with us because he brought the magic during this call. We literally and figuratively, he had one of those Doctor Strange spinny things yeah, at the, the California Adventure. I mean, he it was like watching Seeing Doctor Strange do looked, his thing. Yeah, that yeah. thing looks what so was, cool. What was the projector thing with the Spider-Man? Is that the 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 thing for web slingers? Or was it something different? He had like the he was calling Spidey on the wall, like it was like a little projection. Dude, I can't re- I can't recall right now because I was just I think I was just so in awe of the other item that he had. I know, and it I was, was so just cool. like I I I was convinced that it was worth the price, and that's all I could think. Of. I know, and he mentioned how much it was. Like once he bought yeah. it, the thing was pretty expensive. But you're right. Like looking at it, it's I mean it's kind of worth it. It looks really dope in the dark. Yeah. So. Anyway, so Brian brought the magic. We had a really small group on this call, but it was not less fun than any other call that we've had. We were kind of convinced that the games that we were playing somehow knew we loved snacks because Uh every game had a ton of snack questions in it. I don't know. I kind of felt personally attacked (laughs) at one point. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it. It must know we love chocolate. That's it. I know. There was so many. <laughs> and then the Wally question came up after, and I was like, oh, all gosh. right, well, yeah. I failed. So. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, I'm glad I got that one right because I, I would have mm. felt like n- a non Wally fan had I gotten that one wrong. But, <laughs> you know, it's funny because in those games, if I don't think about it, I tend to do better. Like if I'm in any a trivia situ in in any trivia situation, uh, I tend to choke up and like my brain is like ah ah you need an answer you need an answer go through the yeah. catalog go through the catalog and then it doesn't because then the timer's up and it's like oh well sit down until the next question comes up. So thankfully, whenever we play these games, I because I have so much going on with the stream that I don't really tend to think about it. So if I've learned anything is if we ever go to a pub and do like a trivia night or something, I have to stream the event and run the stream so that I'm not <laughs> thinking about the answers. There you go. So that's your that's key to I winning know. is not thinking. Yeah. <laughs> not thinking at all. <laughs> just let the noggin do its thing. We just right. all need to be on the same team and then it'll be all right. Yeah. Everybody's got the yeah. strong suits. Yeah. I would lean on Andrew because I oh. think when it comes to trivia – Andrew's brain is the most absorbent right now. Oh, I would yeah. <laughs> I would hope so, but <laughs> you never know. There's so many blind spots I have that I'm like when when I do the Quizneyland stuff, I'm like, ah, I gotta like look up, you know, I gotta do just not all the five things I'm obsessed with. I need to have questions about like I don't know modern Disney Channel things or you know, uh, I, I don't know. Kingdom Hearts, like things that I'm not terribly interested in, but I should probably do a question on because it should be all encompassing, not just oh, this is Andrew's trivia podcast where Andrew asks you questions about the Muppets and Indiana Jones. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that stuff. No, it's not. But, you know, there should be more questions than just, you know, yeah, Indiana Jones, Disneyland and Muppets and, you know, I don't know, a Haunted Mansion. Well, I try. I try. No, you do a good I job. I think you're doing an yeah. I think you're doing an amazing job with it. So mm-hmm. every week, every week, I think I've learned something new from every yeah. episode. 
So and that I mean I I'm learning I like stuff to read a every lot time too. Disney stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean I lo- love to read about Disney stuff, and you know you always think that you you have a vast knowledge of it, but. I've always joked, you know, I'm not a historian, you know, I just, I'm just an avid Disney fan and I just tend to go into rabbit holes a lot more often than other Mm -hmm. people do. Uh, But yeah, I think every single episode that you've released so far about for Quizneyland, I think I've learned something new. So for me, it's been super bonus every episode. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm glad. And I, who was it? Oh, I forgot. I think it was Brian. I don't remember who it was, or maybe it was Miguel on uh, Discord was saying, whoever said this, I'm sorry, I don't remember, it was a while ago, saying that uh, every week I think this one's going to be the one, I'm going to get all the questions right, and there's always <laughs> one that gets me. And I was like, what, one of these ones, but at least you learned something. That's what yeah. I, that's, that's how I always end it, you know, if you, at least you learned something. That's what I, that's what I hope everybody gets is, you know, they, they, something new that they didn't know starting out with. So that's, that's the goal. And to have fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and we have fun. And it's stick a lot of fun. Sometimes there's bloopers at the end of me screwing up when I record, and that's funny. <laughs> yep. My favorite, I, I still have to say that it's all your commercials that you add. Yes. To Christmas. <laughs> that's I have the most. I have the most fun with the commercials. I, I our sponsor uh, for the next couple of weeks is. Uh, Gracie Family uh, Handyman Services. <laughs> I love it. Gracie Family Handyman Services. Really? <laughs> I try to remember how it went, but it's like, uh, it's like, is there a bunch of ghosts eating birthday cake in your house? Call Gracie Family Handyman Services. Something like that. They'll get to busting it. Exactly. Uh, Who are you gonna call? Let's see. Gracie Family Handyman. Yeah. Services. Oh, services. <laughs> services. Handyman services. It's a very convoluted title. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days I'll get it right and I'll put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> That's okay. It's a, th- we have sponsors for four episodes and then I have to come up with something new. That's that's what I've done to myself. I say yeah. four episodes, something new. I have a couple ideas, but uh, I don't like how some of them turned out. So they're just sitting there until I... Uh, can percolate on uh, how to get these to sound right because yeah i don't know they're all fun fun. it's fun it's fun it's silly speaking of disneyland it was disneyland's birthday this weekend happy birthday to you i was yawning and singing (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday to you (laughs) 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 oh shit (laughs) Somebody pull my tail. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Disneyland's birthday this weekend. Uh, 67 years old. Andrew, you brought this up. But people were up in arms about them not playing Walt's speech. Yeah, they said, grab your torch and pitchforks. This woke culture is, I don't know what they were talking about. This twi- <laughs> Twitter's a weird place that... Like that, these are the tweets that are saying like they didn't, they forgot to play Walt's speech, and that somehow is political. I don't get it. What? I, I, that's as much as I'll say about it. But basically, people were upset that they didn't play Walt's speech, and, you know, because they'd played in the hub, they just play the you know 35 second clip and then they'd pop confetti or whatever, and that would happen. And like 50, 67 characters would come out or whatever each year. 
something like whatever wow. that that's the last one I was at. Mm. That's what happened. And uh, that didn't happen this year. And people on the Internet were very upset about it. And uh, yeah, that happened. And I don't know. It's it's fine. Maybe somebody just forgot. Uh, like, maybe i don't think this was like a coordinated effort they're like you know what this year we're not even making this about walt we're not making this about this is about mickey freaking mouse not walt disney you know what this is about bob chapek disneyland 67 so we're getting walt out of the park I don't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. No. This is about Mickey's copyright expiring next year. We're going to make a statement. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how people tend to spin things like this, but I'm more inclined to agree with you that maybe, one, either somebody forgot, or two, yo, it was super hot, and I can only mm-hmm. imagine what the cast members in the costumes were feeling like. So... I, look, the band was playing, the Dapper Dans were singing. They didn't have the full-blown cavalcade, but the characters weren't on the bus this time, like the, the double-decker bus that they tend to be on. They were mm-hmm. walking around. So, I look, everyone there did an amazing job, but the cast members inside of those costumes, those are the heroes of that journey this weekend. Yeah. Because having to walk around in the 100-plus degree weather, dancing around and singing several times for these performances. Uh, I mean, let's give it up for those cast members because they're the ones that, that pulled off. Clap. Yeah, so. Oh, boy, it's so hot in this house. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, Mickey, you seem yeah. to be sweating. <laughs> uh, so look, if so, for all the people that were up in arms because you didn't get a chance to listen to Walt's speech, well, guess what? We're gonna play it for you here. So take it away, Walt. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past. And here, youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. And there you have it. Walt Disney's opening day speech. If you didn't hear it on Disneyland's birthday, you get to hear it almost a week late. But it's still okay, but it's still just as relevant. It still gives you the warm and fuzzies, and it still makes you feel like, you know, there's still stuff worth (laughs) worth it in the world when things seem to be going to crap sometimes. So if you need it, boom, there you go. To all come to this happy place, waffles. Waffles. Uh, Mickey-shaped waffles, to be exact. <laughs> um, no, only so yeah. Walt-shaped waffles. They're We're still going to have... cost $25 a waffle, so it's fine. Why don't they have Walt's <laughs> premium ice cream bar and Walt's this and Walt that? as have Walt's face on it. I mean, I like Walt Disney the same as, you know, probably more than the next guy, but, like, it's okay. Thanks, did Walt. You, did you, as a kid, did you ever... 
go to an ice cream truck and get like the Ninja Turtle ice creams. Yes. They were or supposed like to be like cream with the little gumballs. Yeah. yeah, like they yeah. looked all messed up because they were always smashed. When you mm-hmm. said the Walt ice cream, I imagined one of those, <laughs> but like the face was all messed up because it had melted and smashed and stuff. <laughs> it's two colors I don't know the eyeball gumballs yeah. or the forehead. And... <laughs> I don't know why that came into my head when you said Walt ice cream, but it did. Uh, that sounds like a sticker to me, Hazen, if I ever heard of one. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to speak to an artist <laughs> to help me depict this melting ice cream of Walt's head. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> um, <Wow. laughs> anyway, so uh, we didn't get a chance to make it out to the park this weekend. So a lot of the festivities that we ended up watching uh, <laughs> were were online. And thankfully, the D23 account on Instagram posted uh, one of these celebrations that they ended up having on Main Street. And I thought it would be fun if we got a chance to listen to that celebration right now.
It was the Dapper Dans, the the Disneyland band, and a lot of the characters were out dancing and doing their thing. Um, and balloons. I, and tuba. And, balloons. and tuba, yeah. Well, the tuba was in the shade. I think the tuba had the best, or one of the Yeah, but you could hear it. It's like, bum, ba dum ba dum Yeah. I like a tuba. A good tuba or a sousaphone. Those are always fun. Ooh, sousaphone. I like saying that word, sousaphone. Sousaphone. If you ever want an instrument, you have to wear sousaphone. Sousaphone. So, I, you know, at the end of this performance, one, I got to give like an A-plus for effort for everyone that was doing this. Again, like I mentioned earlier, the cast members that were in these costumes probably had it the worst, right? Because they're already hot to begin with. And then in that, the, the way that the weather was, I mean, I just can't imagine how they were feeling. But... The poor Dapper Dance sounded like they needed a glass of water by the end of that performance. Like yeah. I, I felt bad because it felt like they were thirsty. Step into the magic. I mean, they they were they had the energy, and yeah, it wasn't even pretty outside. It was kind of humid too. So oh, I know. all of those elements, I'm sure, affected their you know the end of that performance. But yeah, no, they were they were a lot of fun to watch. I do yeah. a yeah, stellar job for the uh, conditions that they had to uh, perform in. Uh, yeah, uh, I and would in not the be. Sun. Yeah, I would not be mm-hmm. caught uh, doing that uh, on a good day, on a bad day, on any kind of day. That would yeah. be no good, bueno, very bad. Listen, there's something that's happened over the last couple of years that uh, I don't like doing very frequently anymore, and that's putting pants on. Okay, I've gotten very used to being in basketball shorts most of the time because they're just a lot more comfy. And so I don't because I don't go out very often because I'm I'm just not comfortable in crowds, you know, just with all Mm -hmm. the stuff that's been going on. And so I've gotten very comfortable at being in basketball shorts all the time. So anytime I have to go out for anything, whether it's a grocery pickup or whatever it is, I'm like, damn it, I got to put pants on. (laughs) And most people would argue, (laughs) no, you don't. You can go out in your shorts, right? You can go out however (laughs) you want. Y'all don't understand. I grew up during a time where body issues were a thing. And so that's in my brain hole. Okay, that's something I know I have to work through. I'm not as confident as this generation to be out in your T-shirts and your shorts and your Crocs. I'm not like you. (laughs) You know what? I have a I have a buddy that I work with. Uh, He's actually technically uh, my boss uh, at one of my jobs, but he wears a kilt every day. Nice. Utila kilt. Nice. They're like, you know what? And he seems to love it. I wouldn't be caught, you know, in a kilt. I think that's a little too free for me. Um, I wear pants in the summer. I'm a I'm a jeans all year round kind of guy. Yep. But Same. you know what? That might be a, a might be something to look into uh, 
if you need a little bit of a uh, breeze, keep those legs cool. They I mean, got them. They got you can get a dress kilt or a you know they got cargo kilt with like a bunch of pockets. Oh, I have to imagine <laughs> I... <laughs> that it's not as like hot and swampy. <laughs> it's like I hate to say it like that, but <laughs> I have to imagine that there's a lot more air that flows through there if you're wearing. I a would kilt. have to imagine. Yes. I mean, huh. I wore a skirt, so I could, I'll say yes. <laughs> I just saw something on the internet. I don't know how true it is or not, but it was a. Uh, you know, one of those like TikTok things or something. It was like a, I believe it was in the Philippines or something. Like, yeah, it's just so hot that like it's just like men wear dresses in the summer when it's hot. They're like, this is called the house dress, and you just wear it because it's hot, and you just because it's loose and flowy. Now, how true is that? I'm not 100 percent sure, but seems like it would work. You know, loose I mean, flowy fabric seems. I was to be gonna say it than yeah. pants. <laughs> it makes sense, right? But mm-hmm. I think in other cultures, things like that are just generally more accepted. But yeah. in the meantime, basketball shorts are the best. Okay. Yeah. Am I going to go out in public? No. I'm going to put jeans on. And that's why I just I don't like putting pants on because basketball shorts are just so much more comfy. Hey, but so anybody anyway. out there got they got to have like basketball shorts that pants that look like jeans, but they're basketball short material. That's gotta be a thing. Well, Breathable they jeans. do make. They do make. Um, I remember having this conversation. Velour tracksuit. No, yeah. oh god, no! <laughs> talk about getting all sweaty. <laughs> um, no, we were talking about like the what are they called, Mel? The jeggings. They're yeah. like oh, leggings that look like jeans, yeah. but yeah. they're like much more breathable. They're not like whatever. Like, how did this turn into the jean? Podcast. I have no idea. <laughs> How did we this get is here? Just a, you know what? This is a the this is called the off-topic episode. Where For we real, whole, we had a whole plan, and we talked about video editing and jeans and my none of that was like on like, the list. No, my nope. jeans have like twenty percent <laughs> nylon in them or something. They're stretchy. I like my anyway, new stretchy jeans. Let's let's bring it all back. So it was Disneyland's birthday. I don't like to put pants on to go out. Happy birthday, Disneyland. The Dapper Dance need a drink of water. Hopefully the people that were angry and not hearing Walt's speech are happy now. And now we can move on. But Hazen, <laughs> did you did you put pants on to go to Costco? I did. Okay. I did. I did. And I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, I was kind of upset because on Discord, we had some messages going back and forth about the little Halloween village that mm-hmm. they recently released. And it's like this nice little Disney village. We had the conversation about, uh, you know, probably getting into collecting the little villages and buying them and everything. And so more people started posting that they were finding them at Costco and that you should call and everything. And so I did. I went, you know, I, I called. There's a couple Costco's in the area. I called them. The one closest to me says, oh, yeah, we have like half a pallet or something like, all right, cool. Like that's it's the middle of the day. Once I get off work, you know, I'll, I'll quickly go to Costco and I'll try to find one and stuff. So I figured it was safe. So I went and I put pants on and then I got ready, went to Costco. And I got there just in time to see someone pick up the last box on the pallet. No. Oh, buddy. No. I was crushed. 
I was like, I, cause I was on the fence. Remember? I was like, I don't know yeah. if I want to get this. I, you know, I know how I get, I don't want to have to spend, you know, a thousand dollars on these little village pieces. Cause then I saw the pumpkin, the Mickey pumpkin and the Jack stuff and the, the little lamppost. And I thought this is just going to become a thing. And so I thought, okay, maybe I'll get this one and then I'll have something nice to put up since I've been trying to decorate like my area for the stuff that we've been trying to do for the filming stuff. Right. And uh-huh. I, I convinced myself that I needed the little village for that. So I got it all together. And then the funny thing was that as I was going in my head, I also thought, Oh, this is great because not only have we recently been talking about the Halloween village, but Costco just released the Christmas Disney village this week too. And yes, it's, you know, Christmas is an additional two months after Halloween, and yet the Christmas stuff is already coming out. So I thought, That's all right, Christmas hey. is better. Yeah, and so I was like, Excuse all right, me? well, two for one, <laughs> right? If I go to Costco, maybe I'll get the Halloween one, maybe I'll get the Christmas one. Didn't ask yeah. about the Christmas one, just asked Halloween, and I thought, cool, half a pallet. Got there, it was so close, and yet so far away from me at that point. So then I start walking around thinking like, well, maybe I could just get like the Christmas one, right? Couldn't find it. I asked one of the employees there and they said, oh, we don't have that yet. We'll probably get that next week. And so I was crushed because I ended up with nothing. And then I, I, you know, I don't know how I felt because I had to put pants on and ended up with nothing after that. You didn't even get like a $1.50 hot dog or anything? Dude, the line for the hot dog was like 40 people deep. I wasn't going to stand in a line for a $1.50 hot dog. So anyway, if you end up going to Costco, the Costco here will not put anything on hold for you, but you might have better luck. If you call them and you want one of these, you might find somebody that's nice enough to put one, you know, aside for you, a customer service or something. But they tend not to do that at the one that I frequent. So good luck to any of you that are looking for this little Halloween village. The guy also mentioned that they might have more this coming week. And if they have more, you know, I'll probably call a couple times during the week to see if they have it to hopefully, you know, take my lunch break or something and go pick one up or something. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like in my head at first I thought, all right, well, if I get it, I, I get it. And if I don't, I don't. But by the time I was fully convinced that I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm going to get one. I called the Costco. They had it in stock. And in my head, I was like, oh, whoop-dee-doo. I'm getting this thing. So I'm telling you, like, for real, I was crushed when I got there. And, like, I saw it just, like, slip away from my hands. Dang. And I would I feel like I would have had it had I not stopped for gas. Oh, like, man. I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's where the mistake was. Like, I feel like if I had gotten gas after... I don't know. I, I guess I mean, we could get gas Costco. I did, but I got it before I went into the store because yeah, there was no line for gas. There. But there was no line, and the lines for Costco gas are usually super long. Yeah. So, nah, I, I'm tis, not going to blame it on the gla- on the gas. It just it just happened. I'm sorry, mm. man. Because yeah, putting Hopefully. on pants is not fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that for nothing. This is why I don't put pants on anymore. <laughs> just fills with the disappointment. Wi- just get the windows tinted in the car and then you don't have to put pants on. <laughs> but you got to walk to the car. You got to walk to the Costco. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, speaking of Halloween, I wanted to ask you, Mel, I know you, yeah. you went this last week, but you went on a on the Haunted Halloween tour for Haunted OC, right? Yeah, I finally got to do a ghost tour. How Ooh. was that? Oh, dude, I'm... <laughs> I I want to do more because it's just it's a lot of fun. Um it actually was like about 90 minutes and um actually this is my first time visiting uh San Juan Capistrano. So I wasn't really familiar and I didn't know. Well, yes I did. Yes I did. I kind of knew a little bit that it was a little haunted, but I didn't know the extent of it. So finally got to take the tour and it's like I said, it's about ninety minutes, um, and it's it's kind of like this little. You, you take a walk around the block, and it's basically around the mission. We don't ever get to go inside unless there's like if there's a an event that you won't go in there. So I didn't get to go inside, but but that wasn't the best part for me. <laughs> so uh, you guys know I love spooky stuff, Halloween. The, earlier i could get my fix of halloween and spooky stuff before october the better and i always knew about these tours never had a chance to actually attend one so to be able to know that you're gonna do this and just be open to what happens is probably the best way to do it and so one of the coolest things that they had us do is they had us they walked us through these little homes and inside one of these homes housed a jail cell this jail cell was about i'm going to say two maybe three feet wide by four to five feet long i want to say mm -hmm. and so i this is the footage of the reel that i posted um the bars themselves are about, I want to say about an inch. It's like metal strips. Uh -huh. And it's, so it's kind of like a metal basket, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So to give a little bit about what this jail cell is, the jail cell was built in 1896 and was known to be really haunted. And there were cases of people dying in there and being hung <laughs> your faces <laughs> you look freaked out <laughs> well master um, gracie handyman like, services <laughs> is gonna have to like go clean that up exactly. <laughs> right so when we had this part and they were telling us the story they were like well who wants to go in and me and a friend were like we do i'll walk in <laughs> you know i'm i'm not a I'm not a stranger to this kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah, let, let's go, you know. <laughs> um, so when you go in, mind you, it's open area. Everything's mm -hmm. open. Yeah. We're, we don't go in buildings or nothing. So we're in the open. It's kind of breezy. It's nice. When you walk in, I didn't feel that breeze. I didn't feel that. It was more like, it was more like someone gave me a weighted blanket and huh. it was kind of like, whoa, like this is, I could feel like I'm, I'm not able, I'm not choking, mm -hmm. but it's kind of hard to breathe in here. And it's like, whoa, okay, this is trippy, but this is cool because definitely something's happening here. And um, 
in the so I thought, you know what? Let me just take a quick video. Whatever. If something comes up, something comes up, right? So the video is actually the original one was like twelve seconds. Mm-hmm. And in those twelve seconds, there is something like as I'm explaining to my friend, hey, some it feels heavy in here. She agreed too. And as soon as that happened, like not even a second after, that's when you see something pop out from the corner. And I had to go back and slow-mo that that footage because I'm like, it's there. It's let, let me see if I could slow it down, you know, a little bit more. And yeah, so that happened. And I didn't really know until I got home. And um, Was it Bruce through- Willis? <laughs> no. He's, like, he's still alive. <laughs> well, not in the sixth sense. He's not. I'm so tired. I didn't even get that reference. That's okay. <laughs> Haley Old like, his, Haley Joel Osment was like, yeah, Haley Old. Yeah. Melissa sees dead people. I do. <laughs> Got it. Anyway, bad so, joke. No, 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 no. You did good. I just good didn't. Jo- okay, good joke. Good job. Good joke. I did a good I'm joke. surprised we're this awake at this hour. Okay? So yeah. if any of us are getting anything at this point, I'm happy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, after that, you heard little stories about uh, sightings of La Llorona on there. Um, <gasps> sightings of... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Go back. What is that? La Llorona? Yes, that. So the tale of her is basically, long story short. Yeah, one of those. She went crazy, killed her children, uh-huh. comes out at night mm-hmm. to find her children. Uh-huh. And the thing is, like, it's so, to hear that, that not only is it here, but sometimes in Mexico as well. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah. it's the tale of the weeping stories, woman, basically. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, it's like yes, a yes. like a like a old folk tale kind of kind of thing or yeah. whatever, right? Or right. Ghost story. Gotcha. And it's just an apparition you see, and that every time that she appears, she's she's yelling out for her kids, which she sounds like a banshee to some. Gotcha. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, explanation. <laughs> the Cliff You're Notes welcome. version. <laughs> yeah. TLDR. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, as you're going down this these properties on the main road, um, these properties are about 200 plus years old. And it's, it's actually really cool to just go through it and walk through it. Um, we were told stories about the, a restaurant that's on the same area. And funny thing. So, I kind of knew that the restaurant... Uh, was haunted and I had my ha- I'm gonna just tell this story because I kid you not I had so many experiences it's crazy but it's fun so I had a hat I had a hat on in the pictures I took it off you know because you're gonna eat and every time the, the waiter would pass through I saw my hat and yeah whatever it was because it was pretty large it was gonna get moved and it was gonna hit my shoulder blah 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 didn't think of anything nothing and it was always a kind of like as if someone had two fingers and was tapping you on the shoulder. Again, I thought it was my hat. I didn't know of the story until the tour. And then when that happened, I was just like, 
Ding ding. What? <laughs> what, 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 what? Okay, cool. So the story was basically the mom was constantly bringing food because there's a jail. There's actually a jail cell in that restaurant ah. and it's the adobe. Mm. And so the mom was constantly bringing food for her son that was in the jail. The thing is, no one told her that her son had already died. So mm. the guys, the, the, you know, the guards were taking the food. So basically she is just around just doing her rounds and stuff. I didn't know about that. And I was just like, this is cool. Okay. All right. Cool. And you just, yeah. So you, you hear, you hear these stories and it's just to know that one, this tour is just not here. It's actually all over in the OC. And I, I really would love to have a tour do this because I mean, a group of us do this because there's actually one in Fullerton. There's one in Orange. There's one in Santa Ana. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and it's not even ex- it's not as expensive either. It's about twenty four dollars oh, for a ticket. Oh, that's not bad at that's, all. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's manageable. Right. Yeah. Honestly, if you guys, anyone's listening, if you love spooky stuff if you love halloween if you love scary stories i mean if you come to disneyland if you're a frequent visitor check out the tours because it was just not just informative but educational but gosh it's cool it's really really cool i mean i would highly recommend it um do they do those is it year round or is it only like in the like just certain months or they just started up again. Um, okay. I don't know when exactly they started up, but they they've been well, doing it for a while. Of the year, though. No. Oh no! It is okay. All year. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All year. Mm. Or whenever they have dates available, per se. Gotcha. Just yeah. Sporadically, I'll have to look it up. That'll be fun. yeah. It'll be interesting. That's cool. I'm not a big spooky kind of guy. I don't want to be scared, but <laughs> that still kind of sounds interesting. Yeah. So here's the thing. I love yeah. ghost stories. I grew up reading scary stories to tell in the dark and, you know, mm-hmm. all these different types of, like, ghost story books and stuff, right? And right. I've always, like, I've always kind of half-believed. I think I grew up understanding that, you know, that there could be ghosts in the world and that, you know, things happen to people when they pass away and things sometimes don't mm-hmm. happen and all that stuff, right? And so right. I, but like, there's a part of me that like my brain is also like, okay, well, what's the scientific explanation for this? Right. So I also right. love stuff like ghost hunters and, you know, those paranormal shows where they try to debunk what's happening and they try to figure out pretty like, much what, both what it could sides. Be yeah. Yeah. You know, you try to learn from both sides and everything. And mm-hmm. so uh, I've like I have a lot of friends that do believe as well and that they, they've had like experiences like you went on this tour and you said you had multiple experiences. I've gone on tours where people say they have experiences and I don't. Hell, I've gone to the Queen Mary, one of the most haunted places, according to many websites and many people and many paranormal like activity, ghost hunter people. And I've never seen anything on the on the Queen Mary. 
And so I like I'm in this weird place where like I, I, I want to see something so that I can kind of finally be like, oh, yeah, OK, I 100 percent believe now. But <laughs> but because it's never happened to me, like I've never like I've never been in an encounter that can't be explained somehow. You know, and for yeah. me, because I can find a way to explain it, like it doesn't count as an encounter for me in my head. So ah. like I would want to go on one of these tours to see what I experience just to see how different it is. But I mean, like I said, I was on the freaking Queen Mary and I felt nothing. I saw nothing. And, I and heard that, that a couple happens. things. I heard a couple things, but it's a creaky boat you know that's been sitting there for years <laughs> like it's fallen apart like of course it's gonna creak and make sounds so i don't know I, I i don't know where i stand on it do i love the stories heck yeah i do as a matter of fact this last week i read about a town called dudley town in connecticut where the entire town is closed off to the world because of how haunted it is in there like oh, there's wow. so few photos because of how like people cross the barrier into Dudley Town and they all say they felt exactly how you felt that they it's not like they can't breathe they just feel heavy and they feel like that something is like there with them holding them back holding them down but they can't explain exactly what it is and that I don't know so anyway I love the stories and I would be interested at some point doing one of these tours because I just like I, I don't know. I I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of it because I'm not. I like I oh, said. Oh no, no. I'm like I, I I'm like Fox Mulder, right? And for anybody that ever watched the X Files, like I want to. I want to believe. Yeah, I want to believe, but until I see it, I I can't. Like my brain right. just won't let me. You know, it's because mm. I believe in science. So. Science. Hey, science is awesome. So. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyhow, it's awesome. I'm glad that you took the tour. Um, we'll have to set something up at some point to do that. Yeah. Like, we'll do like the Fullerton one or something. I know that there's a lot of places in Fullerton that are set to have a lot of like activity. So I would be interested yeah. in possibly doing the Fullerton one. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. I, You're welcome. I... As soon as I saw you posting where you were, like my first mm -hmm. thing was like, oh, is she going to do the ghost tour now? And then <laughs> you started putting stuff in your stories. And I was like, OK, this is happening. I got to ask about this because I got to. <laughs> OK, so my, my follow up question is who else on your tour experienced stuff while you were there? I actually there was three of us and there was really? out of five. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Out of out of respect for my for one of my friends, because I don't know she wanted me to talk about her, so I was like, no, I'm not going to say no, anything. No, no, that's but, fine. That's fine. Um, she had the same feelings as I did. Jill didn't go inside the jail cell, but she put her hand on it, and she said she felt something different. And I'm mm. like, okay, you know, cool. But we also had somebody who was in your shoes who really wanted to feel what we were feeling and didn't feel anything didn't see anything but she was trying so hard and she enjoyed it she had fun but she was totally in your shoes so i completely understand what you're saying it's it's such a different experience for everybody did you guys ever see those posters from like years ago 
they're called magic eye posters where when you mm-hmm. stare at them there was like mm-hmm. these huge patterns and you stare at them and if you stare yeah. too hard you don't see crap but as soon as you relax your eyes you see the design coming out in 3D yeah. space towards you like there's a part of me that feels that these experiences are like magic eye posters where the harder you way. try to like be a part of it or feel something that somehow your body won't let you experience it because you're trying so hard. And in my case, like I right. said, I was so, I was I, I like, I was so into like the ghost hunter shows and everything that I was always searching for a way to logically say, well, this happened because of this, this, and this, right? That maybe mm-hmm. that's why my brain won't let me process these experiences because I'm always trying to debunk it somehow. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? Yeah. It's things are weird and who knows? You can't explain everything, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you yeah. can. Mm. I don't know. There's got to be stuff out there. Who knows? Aliens. Know. Maybe it's all aliens. Maybe it's just aliens. Well, look, with the maybe aliens, it's ghosts, we already maybe know it's, aliens. it's galaxies and galaxies. Like, I don't yep. know. <laughs> look, if anybody listening has taken any of these tours before, you know, hit us up on Discord. We could talk about it there because now yeah. I'm curious. Aliens tour. I don't think there's an aliens tour, but I I mean, I'm curious to know how many people have actually had experiences because like I like people in my family have told me about experiences that they've had, like whether they've been in Mexico when it happened or whether they've been here in old houses that we lived in uh, or visiting relatives in their houses. A lot of them have had these experiences and in the same places, I've never had one of them. And so I. I don't know. I maybe that's why I love the story so much. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. Logically, I don't. It's breaking my brain right now because <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> so hit us up on Discord. Let us know what your experience was if you're comfortable sharing, uh, or you can leave us in the dark and say that it happened to somebody you know, and we'll never know if it did or didn't happen to you because you're the one telling the story. But. Exactly. Uh, if you've taken one of these tours or if you've had an experience like that, I know it's not Halloween time yet. We're, this totally like Chris, uh, Christmas. This totally Halloween in July Christmas. situation. But now, like, after hearing your experience on this tour, like, I want more. I want to uh-huh. hear where the haunted things are. I want to know who heard Boo in their ear. I want to know who ran away from a ghost that scared the crap out of them. <laughs> Never mind. I, I need to that stop. That was so it's good. Late. <laughs> it's so late. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. All right. Let's move on. I think it's time to begin to wrap up the show. But before we do, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by an amazing group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's Spooky. their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcasters possible. Uh, being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like uh, being a part of the happy hour calls that we talked about earlier in the episode, access to additional content on Patreon, discount codes for Podcasters gear, random giveaways, and more. If you have any questions on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, and a little bit about what the FGP Squad is. Uh, again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. But as always, a super special thank you goes out to all of the members of the FGP squad for their continued support. That's uh, so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So let's uh, let's transition over to Miss Marvel uh, and wrap up the episode with that. Oh because yeah, Miss Marvel talk about that. has wrapped up for the season. All the episodes are now available on Disney Plus, and I love how it ended. Spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about how it ended and some of the things that may give away what's going to be coming up in Phase 4. But overall, this is your last warning. We're spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. Yeah, don't get mad. Yeah. So overall, thoughts on the show in general, what you thought of it. Uh, Andrew, go. Good. Entertaining. <laughs> um you know, we had talked about originally in the when we were talking about the trailer, how it had that uh, very the like uh, drawings and artwork stuff that was very heavy, like very prevalent in the trailer and very heavy in the first episode. And that kind of phased out as it went through the episodes, and I can see why. Um, uh, you still got glimpses every every once in a while. They would have a little pop up like a text message thing or whatever, but. Um, I I would have liked to see that a little more, but I was very happy with how the whole series went. It was very entertaining. I liked the arc. The characters are fun. Yeah, I had a good time. I enjoyed uh, Miss Marvel. It it does make me a little more excited for the Marvels. Uh, the next uh, yeah. time we will see the, the all the Marvely people. it's a good way to put it all the marvely that is (laughs) they're all marvely they are (laughs) miss what about you captain just like andrew said it was really entertaining um i i honestly thought it was cute and fun and it it was a good different perspective because we've always had adults so kind of for her to give us a perspective of a kid that was cool you know it, it just mm. gives a different level to the marvel MC- i mean the mcu i should just say that instead of mmcu blah, blah, blah. tired um so the marvelies the yeah there you go put it <laughs> <laughs> um but but okay we already said spoiler alert i lost my poop um, in the last for the minivan. Episode. That's the minivan. <laughs> yeah. We said poop. Um, it, because how everything was was wrapping up, how it came together beautifully, but what Bruno said to her was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is this mm-hmm. is how they're doing it. This is how mm-hmm. they're doing it." And then you just hear the jingle for the X Men yep. just play, and I was like, "Yep." Ah! Yes, this is not just in Doctor Strange, but in here. So it's happening. Um, it's so cool because not only do we have uh, the Marvels. Wow. Um, not only do we have them. Yes. Not only. <laughs> not only do we have that, but it's so cool to hear that jingle again because that is just where else are we going to see more of this or who mm-hmm. else is going to be a mutant what what else are we going to learn besides um wicked and speed so yep. i i i don't read the comics i haven't deadpool it's still i mean it did a great job telling the story 
without any questions. It yeah. was cool. I mean, I really liked it. Yeah, so, it's good. It's good. So here's the thing. I mm. so one, I think they really did a pretty good job of depicting this Muslim American girl her family, her traditions, and everything in a way that didn't feel like it was getting mocked throughout the episodes, yes. right? It felt... Or like pandery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't pandery, yeah. It felt sincere, it felt natural, and that was really nice to see in these episodes. And oh, the yeah. fact that they... I mean, I know that in Moon Knight, they were in Egypt, and they did a lot of the stuff there, but like the scenes in Karachi were like were so good like they Uh they showed the city the people the traditions the they spoke the language a lot during the episode like it was so well made but i have to admit that uh, one thing i i didn't like like you said andrew is that they didn't do more animation stuff like they did because it was really heavy in the first episode it's like first episode Well, that type of stuff is really expensive to do for these episodes. And so I can imagine that they sold. Do it to the vlogs. Okay, I'm just going to cut it. I'm going to do the South Park thing. Cut it out on paper and then (laughs) scan it. And I just stick it on there. Boom, there you go. I did it. (laughs) That would be awesome, dude. Um, But yeah, I mean, stuff like that is really expensive. So I can understand why they decided to tone it back in later episodes. But at the same time... There were a lot of scenes where it almost didn't need it because there was so much going on that adding those additional elements, I think, would have taken they would have gotten drowned out in what was being told at the time. So it kind of makes sense that they pulled back on it uh, on that front as well. Well, I think um, too. Just bef- before you, you continue there, I just had a thought, and I think I think probably what is going on there too is her growth out of dreaming of being Captain Marvel and drawing about it and yeah. stuff into actually becoming the superhero that she is. So we're on the same wavelength, dude. Same. Okay. I didn't know if you're going to say that, but it popped in my head. I was like, I no, gotta get that's you there perfect. We... <laughs> it's okay. perfect because that's exactly where I was going with it. Um, okay. You know, like the growth that she had throughout the episode, you know, she wasn't as confident. Like she was this like awkward teenager at the very beginning of the show. And she becomes this like confident young woman at the end. That's a lot more comfortable with wielding the powers, you know, of these bracelets. And so uh, I, you know, like you, I didn't know a lot about Miss Marvel and where the comic came from and everything. So I had I had to do some digging and I had to learn about the character before we started watching. I had to learn a little bit about it after. And so there are two bracelets. One of them is missing. And so the theory right now is uh, and here's where we get into full blown spoiler territory. Three, two, one. The reason she turns into Carol at the end is because she's switching places. And the theory is that at that moment, Carol touched the other bracelet. And somehow she absorbed the power and they swapped spots to where the other bracelet was. And so the entire Marvel's or the Marvel's film is going to revolve around her and Monica, Photon, Monica Rambeau, going out into space to find Kamala. And it makes a lot of sense. And there was a lot of talk, like on Twitter, I think. Reddit has a bunch of stuff on this as well <clears throat> about why why are they trying to erase the Inhumans? 
because you know we saw one of the Inhumans in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but you know he died in that film, and so now they're like, oh well, what's going to happen? You know, are we getting the Inhumans? Are we not getting them? We had the TV show, and that went nowhere because it was horrible. And <laughs> credit to Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok, this came at like the perfect time because I didn't know this and. As I had finished the episode, this TikTok came up. Somebody asked that same question in his in his comments on a previous video. And the answer was, uh, the Inhumans were essentially the answer Marvel had for when they couldn't do anything with the X-Men when they sold the rights away. And so at the time, Fox was like, oh, we could do all this really cool stuff with, like, the X-Men, and you can't, Marvel. They said, oh, yeah? Well, we're creating this new team called the Inhumans. And so they did this entire story arc with these comics where the Inhumans beat the X-Men and became the superior group in the comics. And so they stopped production of all things X-Men at the time to show Fox that, like, oh, yeah, well, we'll do this Inhumans thing going forward. And the Inhumans went nowhere. Now, the interesting thing about that is that Miss Marvel is part of the Inhumans in the comics. And oh. so in this in this MCU show, the, the thing Mar- uh, Mel was referring to is at the end, Bruno says, hey, so I read it a scan of your body and it looks like, you know, there's something wrong with with your genes, with your DNA. Like, it's not right. You know, you're you're basically a mutant. And at that time, we heard like the X-Men 90s jingle that. But it's so subtle and it wasn't like electric mm-hmm. guitar. So if you knew it, you knew it. And if you didn't, you, it would have just gone right by you. Like my wife like, didn't yeah. catch it. The me. kids didn't catch it. I yeah. Didn't. And but like I heard it and I'm like my eyes got like super wide open. I was yeah. like, ah, this is it. This is it. This is how they're bringing the X Men in. And so like that excitement you talked about, Mel, I felt it too at that very moment because it was subtle. They didn't make a big deal out of it in the show. She's just like, eh, I guess we'll just have to move on or whatever. But yeah. that was such a huge clue about what's coming up next in the MCU. Uh, I was worried because by like episode three, I felt the show began to drag. And like by episode four, I couldn't see where they were going with it. And I was worried that it was going to be another like that. It was going to be a show that didn't necessarily tie into anything else except for the fact that she had this like Miss Marvel or this Captain Marvel connection and that at the end maybe she was going to appear in a portal to her and she was going to say like oh you have the other bracelet I need your help sort of situation I was like well that's kind of lame right like like in in my head I didn't feel like I knew how it was going to end and man am I surprised at how it ended I'm so glad that I I wasn't going to give up on the show because I mean I've mentioned it before it's a Marvel show and whether it's good or not I'm I'm in hook line and sinker so I was going to watch <laughs> it all the way through anyway but man it wrapped up so nicely uh I know there's going to be people complaining I love that they flipped the script and that Marvel's all like, all right, we made a mistake with the Inhumans. Let's kind of correct course. Now we have X-Men. Now we have Fox. Let's see what we can do with this. And so now changing her origin story from being an Inhuman to a mutant, which allows them to now start bringing in other mutants. I mean, we already had Charles Xavier in Multiverse. 
Now we have this. We already had the inkling of the mutants, like you said, with Wicked and Speed. Ah, oh, it is happening, and I'm so damn happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> Just took a few years. A few? Maybe in phase seven well, I'm we'll being nice. have some like, <laughs> X-Men movies, right? Yeah. Huh? So overall, I mean, fantastic job with this one. I think there's going to be a lot of haters uh, for the show. I mean, I've already seen a lot of hate for the show about Haters how it gonna ended hate. and everything. Exactly. But, yeah. man, I loved it. I Like I said, I was mm-hmm. a little worried halfway through, but they just wrapped that baby up and put it asleep at the end. I was freaking happy with that. And like the bad guys, like I mean, like the bad guys quote back the the what are what are they called? The government. Oh, people. damage control. Like damage control. Yeah. You just want to hate those people. Like they were just like, and they blew up the kid's house. I'm like, you blew up his house. I know. What'd you do that for? I was so mad. They blew up his house. Yeah. Oh, talking about that when they were going after them in the high school, that was kind of hard to watch. But yeah. you know, Marvel had their thing. They said this may be a little bit difficult mm-hmm. to watch but it was just like i'm watching I'm like oh okay but um talking about that the i don't remember her name what she plays in but the female that plays the lead role was in orange is the new black and she's just she is just like that like oh of damage control yeah i i mean if anything i thought she was well casted because she's the only person that's a, made me feel like gosh i can't stand her but it's just a character <laughs> yeah but yeah it, it was crazy to see like what they did yeah i really like how they got the entire town to come behind like to, to get behind her and what she was doing and protect her you know because yeah. it's not it's not something that you commonly see in these types of movies like they it's it's interesting how she was humanized first and then she became a superhero. And because of that, people were way more accepting of her and what she was doing. And the way that her parents interacted with her when they found out, you know, her mom getting her the new outfit. And then, oh, yeah. man, I got so like, like, oh, I had one of those like dad moments like i don't have any daughters but like i had like one of those like proud dad moment situations where he's like your name what what did he say your (laughs) name means marvelous and then he says Uh so you're our little miss marvel and i was like oh my god her dad named her oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was adorable it was a super proud dad moment and uh I, I don't know. I Like I said, I really like how they wrapped it all up. So this show is probably fairly like close to the top of the list for me as far as the, the Marvel shows that I've enjoyed on Disney Plus so far. Yeah, that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, you can I've say that. I've enjoyed all of them. It's, yeah, it's right up there. It's uh, It was good. I liked when the dad dressed up like the Hulk. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, all right. So I think that's a good place to wrap this up. So... Do you have any final thoughts on Miss Marvel? Uh, because it, if anybody has any thoughts that they would like to share, you know, let's continue the talk over on Discord. Um, oh, yeah, we had that problem before, huh, where we couldn't do spoilers. Uh, should 
maybe I should just create a second spoiler pocket, like another Pocketeer spoiler Discord channel, like a, a whole other server where all we talk about are spoilers. <laughs> That spoiler only work. the spoiler server I mean, <laughs> hey <laughs> where we spoil everything you'll never have to watch a tv show or movie again <laughs> bruce willis was dead the whole time <laughs> he saw dead people <laughs> um all right well we'll think about it we'll figure something out but at least we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh yeah at least if you don't want to be spoilery if you want to be respectful of other people Obviously, we can't do it on Discord fully yet, but tell us how you felt about the show. Was there anything that was a, a big standout for you? Are are you excited about the Marvels or what's coming up in the next phase now that you've seen Miss Marvel? Uh, because I gotta tell you, I am uh, way more excited than I was before. So, uh, yeah, I think that's where we're going to leave it. So, anything else before we wrap up? Let's go to bed. I'm tired. It's late word i'm All with right. andrew <laughs> that's it <laughs> until next time keep dreaming keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic have a fantastic week everyone bye see ya part of the podcasters network